It is week four of the college football season, and we are back with our best bets and picks. I'm Austin, joined by Logan. Today, we'll go through our favorite four picks of the college football weekend. It's Saturday slate. We're diving all into it. We're going to have a little bit of a change of format. If you've been watching our most recent videos for college, we're kind of talking about those big-time games. We're going to transition into our four favorite picks of the weekend. There's no upset pick this week. Maybe we'll bring it back next week. And, of course, we're still going to have our best bet of the week segment. Now, let's recap last week, though. The fans, that's back-to-back one in three weeks for you guys. We need better. It was 9-11 for you guys. Guys, I had a week to remember. Five and one a week. The only problem was my best bet of the day losses. Nebraska got absolutely spanked. That best bet segment really struggling to move to 12 and 12. Logan, solid two and three day, two and three day. You had some rough breaks in there, but not what we're going to talk about there. We're going to dive back into it. A couple of things. We're not going to be doing those fans how we used to do it, where the fans would vote on Twitter. Instead, this is what you guys need to do. Go down below, let us know your favorite college football play for Saturday. The five most liked comments will be the ones that we tally up and we'll add that to the fans record every single week. If you're new, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button too. If you want to join our chalkboard, discuss with us our plays, do that. Click the link down below in the description. But Logan, I'm going to start this week off. I'm going to go with one of my favorite picks. It won't be my best bet of the weekend because that segment's jinxed. But let me hear you out. Let me talk to you about this play. Here we go. I really like the Minnesota Golden Gophers, minus two and a half. Now, they're taking on Michigan State, and they're actually at Michigan State. It's relatively, if you want to go to the money line, it's relatively, I mean, it's like minus 130 on the money line, but it's minus 110 on FanDuel for this spread. Now, let's talk about the Golden Gophers, because we think about last week, Logan and I, we faded Michigan State to success. They were absolutely got spanked and manhandled by Washington on the road. And Spartans, they made that game look closer than it was, a 39-28 to 28 loss. They scored two garbage time touchdowns in the last six minutes. The game was already over and it should have been a 39 to 14 blowout if it weren't for those. And well, Michigan State, they kind of were humbled last week. And I don't think they have a great ground game, 99th in rushing yards per game. And their QB, Peyton Thorne, I'm not sold on him. He's made, he can make plays, but he's had an interception in each game so far this year. And they played some pretty bad teams, yet he's still throwing picks to those teams. Minnesota started the year on fire. They're currently outscoring their opponents 149. 17. That's a ridiculous rate. And while they played, you know, New Mexico State, uh, Western Illinois, Colorado, they still have done it in dominating fashion, which is what I really like. And what I really also like at the running back, Mohamed Ibrahim. He's been sensational now in the top five on ESPN for Heisman ranks. I mean, this guy's 130 rushing yards or more in all three games, two or more touchdowns in all three games. And Tanner Morgan, their QB, is not going to throw it a ton, but he can certainly manage this game and not turn the ball over. Minnesota, also worth noting, Lost five straight games versus Michigan State. I think that run ends today on Saturday. Look, give me the Golden Gophers minus the two and a half points. Logan, how do you feel about that one? And how do you feel about your first play? Austin, I love the, your minus two and a half so much that I'm going to take a minus two and a half of my own. I'm going to be taking the Iowa State Cyclones minus two and a half versus Baylor and this one. Iowa State undefeated on the year so far in this young season, 3-0 on the year. Their big test came against Iowa in an absolute slugfest. They won 10-7 to in that game. And I, I really do like what the Cyclones have been doing, especially at home, right? Iowa State 6-0 and at home in their last six road or home games. So this is a this is an offense and a, and a team that, that should be able – to definitely handle handle Baylor. Now Baylor, their only te- only test was on the road at BYU, and they looked very bad in that game. Honestly, they had a lot of opportunities to win that game, and they couldn't get it done. Iowa State, top third uh, of the FBS in, in terms of passing yards at home, thirty seventh uh, in, in passing yards at home, and in, in yards per play, they're thirty third. So they're they're in the top third, which I like to see on this one because Baylor has a really good defense and they're going to present some challenges, but I still think Iowa state can move the ball. Now Baylor only 73rd in passing yards on the road. Iowa state hopefully will, will be able to make Baylor one dimensional. Look, if you make Baylor one dimensional, this, this game sets up really good game script wise for the Cyclones in this one. 
And Iowa State's defense, definitely definitely solid defense at home. 24th in scoring defense at home. So I really do like what the Cyclones should be able to do in this one. And I, and I think they, they win and cover for us against Baylor. Logan, I was actually, when I was looking at the slate, because as always, we do these on Mondays, and then we post them on Tuesdays every week. I was looking at the Iowa State pick, and I really liked that one. I saw you were going to pick, and I was like, it's a pretty sharp play. I think Iowa State certainly gets it done. Now, of course, it's everyone's favorite segment, arguably my least favorite segment, but it's the best bet of the weekend time. I'm still clutching, trying to get my first win under my belt, 0-2-1. And, and this weekend, I know if my sister's watching, I'm sorry, Haley, because I will be backing the Boston College team. I mean, they're plus 17 and a half, taking on Florida State. Now, my, my sister is an alumni from Florida State, and I'm sure she will know this. This is a classic Florida State letdown game. They're a big favorite at home, and they're just going to let people down. That's what Florida State has done over the past decade or so. It's just a letdown spot for them. Now, let's talk about this. You look at Florida State coming off two big-time wins. I mean, they beat LSU. We were on Florida State in that game. It was down to the wire. It was a sweaty one. My sister was at that game, actually, in L at LSU. Then they beat Louisville last weekend. Now, they did lose their starting QB, Jordan Travis. I don't know if his status, but I would imagine he's not playing. He left in the second quarter, and then he returned on crutches to the sideline. That's never a good sign. You look at the last three games between these th two teams. Boston College has lost all three of them, but it's been by 11 points cumulative. That's not just each game. They've lost by 11 points combined over the last three times. And I think Boston College is a team that has enough grit and can get, keep this game close within 17 and a half points. Look, I got to take that. Boston College started off the year rough, 0-2, then got a win last week versus Maine. Not looking too far into that, but, you know, Maine victory because they should win that game. But they should be able to build off some momentum. You look at the previous two games when they lost. They lost to a Rutgers team, Virginia Tech team, two teams that have looked pretty decent so far this year, two solid teams. You look at the over-under for this game. It's 48 and a half. So they aren't expecting fireworks from either these ball clubs and i think when we look at the fsu seminoles what their upcoming schedule could look like got wake forest next week nc state and clemson three teams that at the current moment are all ranked and all going to be very good season long so it would not surprise me to see the seminoles team which i don't argue with and i think a lot of people out there would not argue is the most disciplined team i could see them come out here lay an egg they still could win this game but 17 and a half points for boston college i absolutely have to take it i just have to yeah, that, that's honestly, Austin, I think you might get get on the board for your best bet segment. Look, you can't take these ACC games for granted. So I, I, I really do like the pick. That's a lot of points to be given Boston College. But in this one, I'm, I'm going to go ahead for my best bet. I'm going to go to the Kansas State versus Oklahoma game, and I'm going to be taking the under 52 total points in this one. Now, look. Whenever I see an Oklahoma game, you know, even, you know, in the past few years with, with a total of only 52, I'm like, what, what's up here, right? The total seems very low for an OU team coming off a 49 to 14 win versus Nebraska. Absolutely pummeled the, the Cornhuskers in every, you know, fashion of the game. But this, the, this is setting up to be a, a great defensive battle for Can Kansas State. Kansas State's defense, you know, is equipped to stop OU. They're fifth in scoring defense and eighth in yards per play allowed. So they, they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with this very talented Oklahoma offense. Kansas State defense also tied for seventh best in opponent third down conversion percentage at tw only 21%. So their defense is getting the stops that they need. And I'm, I'm hoping today for, for us they, they can make Oklahoma punt the ball. Kansas State's offense also – sets up favorably for an under, right? They want to run the ball. They're fifth in rushing yards, 128th in passing yards. That is the definition of being a one-dimensional football team. They just want to run the ball, which is great because that means it, it chews clock and, and helps our under, under total pick. 
And OU's defense, you know, they're decent against the run, too. 35th in rushing yards allowed and 10th in scoring defense. So OU's sneaky. You know, they have a decent defense. They they can be able to stop the run. They can also make Kansas State punt. There's a lot of ways that I see this game going under. Look, you just look at an Oklahoma game, and you're very tempted to pick the over. But I'm not, I'm not going that way in this one. Logan, there's two things about that one. I really like the pick. What I didn't like is that you had to remind me about Nebraska's letdown in week uh, three. I didn't need that. That was my best bet last week in that flop. But you know what? I'm going to segue into my third pick of the day, my third of my four picks for uh, Saturday slate. And I'll be going to one of the bigger spreads on the slate, and it's going to be the NC State Wolfpack. And I'm taking their spread. I know it's minus 30 and a half versus the UConn Huskies, minus 110 on FanDuel. But let's talk about this because you, if you've been watching you know, the Call on a Shot channel for college football, even for NFL, you don't see us laying a lot of big numbers. And you'll never see the spread in the NFL. I promise you that. But you look at this, and I think NC State's going to get back into a groove in this week against UConn, one of the worst teams in college football. NC State came off a pretty good win last week, but it was sloppy. It was a 27 to 14 win against Texas Tech. Now, Texas Tech, a very good team, very good defense. Devin Leary, their QB for NC State, didn't play great. I mean, he played all right. They were six for 16 on third down. They had nine penalties, and you got to clean those things up. Now, you could say this is a letdown spot for NC State as next week they have to go up against Clemson, and we don't really know how Clemson Wake Forest shakes out this weekend, but. They need to clean up the issues they had last week because if they play exactly how they played last week, they probably won't fare too well against Clemson, especially when it's at Clemson. So I think NC State's going to come out here, take care of business, and kind of pummel this UConn Huskies team. UConn, you think about last week, they lost by 59 to Michigan. The week before, they lost the 34 to a Syracuse team, which I would argue is a little bit much worse than the NC State. And the last last week they had, and this is not a typo. 24 yards passing for UConn Huskies last week. They had like 25 attempts, just only 24 passing yards. That's absolutely terrible. NC State has a great defense, a very talented one. They're going to force UConn into some mistakes, some turnovers, some short fields for Devin Leary. And I'm really hopeful that NC State comes out here, proves a point, says, you know what, we need to keep our guys healthy. Let's pummel this UConn team. Let's get up by 45 to maybe 50 points and then just kind of coast in the fourth quarter, play defense against the UConn team and limit them to not a lot of points. So I absolutely love NC State this weekend. I think they got a good chance. I realize that I'm taking a lot of ACC action, but look, give me the NC State Wolfpack. Wolfpack. UConn is not a football school. They're historically a basketball school for a reason. So I, I do love the too. I, I do love the pick, Austin. Now, Austin, I have I have a bit of trivia for you. Who's the best? Who's the fourth best scoring offense in the FBS? Can you can you tell me? Um, I don't know. Oklahoma's been pretty good. Nope. How about how about James Madison? My next pick. I'm taking James Madison plus seven and a half versus App State. Now, who would have, who would have possibly picked James Madison in this one, right? And and who's possibly going against App State, right? App State's epic hail mary against Troy. You know, it, can this be a letdown spot? You know, the Troy, I'd argue, was a, was a pretty big letdown spot. Now, do I see a letdown spot part two coming? Absolutely, right? James Madison also on the year they're two and zero against the spread. App State one and two against the spread. So App State hasn't, to, you know, to me been as dominant. I think as as the books, you know, think they are. And look, James Madison only getting seven and a half against App State, right? We have to do a little bit of line reading on this one. I, I think this does set up favorably for a James Madison team that a lot of people might not know. And that might a, a lot of people might be sleeping on, right? James Madison has beat up some small schools. I, I get it, right? They scored 44 and 63 you know, points in their, in their last two games. But what's encouraging is, is their offense, right? It's been humming 15th and third down 
uh, conversion percentage with this, which is, you know, 15th best in the entire FBS. You have to put that in perspective. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They can only play the teams on their schedule. App State's defense also hasn't been great either. Everyone remembers the shootout they, that they had versus North Carolina. Uh, App State's defense, 106th in scoring defense, 124th in yards per play. So they're allowing a lot of chunk plays. And I'm, I'm thinking James Madison should be able to capitalize on that, right? Now, James Madison, you look at their defense, they haven't been, they haven't been great, but or they have been great. First in rushing yards allowed, third in yards per play. Again, I know that I know the the competition they've been playing hasn't been all that great, but you can only play the, the teams on your schedule. And I really do think, you know, App State, you're 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 the hunted now. App State used to be the hunter, but now everybody knows them. They got college game day. I think this one sets up pretty favorably for James Madison. You know, shout out App, App State for putting on a show on college game day. It was a blast to watch. And for winning that game in the craziest fashion possible with all the antics going on. Now, I do know our friend and a friend of the program, a fan we've met in real life, Joker Jokic, is a James Madison alum. So he will absolutely love your pick. Now, I'm going to go to a team that we've sort of already talked about. We've talked about in previous episodes. I'm going to go into an actually an overpick, my first of the week. And I'm going to be going to the USC versus Oregon State. And I'm going to be taking the over 68 points, currently minus 109 on Barstool. Now, when I looked at this line, and first off, you look at the spread in this one, it's six and a half. It's very odd that you see USC. I don't know if either the books have not watched USC play and they're just sleeping on them, or two, they think Oregon State's going to keep this one close. And I think if Oregon State keeps this game close within the six and a half, a half, they have to be putting a point. They don't have a great defense. Let's dive in. You look at two elite offenses. You think about USC with their new head coach, Lincoln Riley, new quarterback, Caleb Williams. This team scored 66, 41, and 45 points by themselves. Look, we need another 40-piece, and I think they can get that done. Now, USC, 11th in total yards, 7th in points per game. Oregon State on the other side, a very good offense, too. Scored 68, 35, and 34 points so far this season. And Oregon State has given up points. That's why I like the over in this one. Because although they've been playing, you know, not great teams, they've been giving up a lot of points. 28 points last week to Montana State. Who? Exactly. 32 points to Fresno State. Both teams are outside the top 50 in time of possession. Which, given all the points they're scoring, you'd think, oh, these teams have to have the ball a ton. They're up by 100 points by the end of the game. No, this team, these teams are cranking up plays. They're cranking up the time of possession. They're cranking up the pace, and I love that. The defenses are going to get tired. We're going to see a lot of points, and that's what I'm hoping for. I know 68 is a super high line. I don't like to target these high over-unders, but it's high for a reason. They know these two teams are both capable of dropping you know, 50 points each. So I absolutely love the over in this one. Logan, what's your fourth and final play of the week? Yeah, I love the over in that one too, right? In college football, they they set that number high for a reason. They absolutely know what the game flow will dictate. But on my pick, I'm going to the best game on the slate, New Mexico State versus Hawaii. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I'm taking New Mexico State minus four and a half. You know, I've seen this at, at actually five and a half on some books, and you absolutely have to do some line reading on this one. First of all, you know, if you wanted to go dumpster diving with me and tail New Mexico State with me, sure, let's go. 0 and 4 on the year, 1 and 3 against the spread. But look at them, you know, four and a half, as I mentioned, five and a half on some books. Like, what the heck do the odds makers know to give them that that sort of number, right? Especially considering the line opened at, you know, minus two for New Mexico State. It's gone up despite the public percentages being, for the most part, that I've seen on Hawaii. I know it's early in the week, but I'm just saying nobody's rushing out to to bet New Mexico State. They might bet the underdog Hawaii, just hope for some garbage football. And if you look at New Mexico State, they haven't scored more than 13 points all year. But 
this, there's a high over under in this one. So is this the game the offense finally breaks out? Are they doing some soul searching in the locker room? Probably, right? You know, Hawaii, and this is the team to do it against, right? Because Hawaii's defense, 130th in scoring defense, 126 in rushing yards allowed. Hawaii's just been absolutely rolling over uh, against any of the competition they face. So, like, I don't need a great, uh, you know, New Mexico State offense to be able to put up points. And, and if you look at Hawaii's offense, they shouldn't run New Mexico State out of the building, right? They're only 114th in scoring defense, 125th in yards per play. Look, the line is set where the, where, where it's at. I really do think the odds makers in this one are, are trying to bait people into taking Hawaii. They just seem like the better play. But I'm going to Mexico State just because I see an edge there. I think we're going to outsmart the books on that one. Look, Logan, we've been doing these videos for, what, four or five weeks? If you count week zero, that might be the – most garbage pick you've came out with, but like, <laughs> hey, sometimes sometimes you can find that gold garbage bag and maybe it hits. That's going to be a game that I'm sure I'll be tuning in on Saturday to watch. What a doozy. Now, those are our four favorite picks of the week for each of us. There's no upset pick this week. Maybe it returns for week five if you absolutely guys want to see it. We just had bad luck on those. We keep losing teams. Like, my team went to overtime last week and lost by a field goal. What can you do about that? But we appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. Austin Logan, we'll be back again next week. We'll have a bunch of, of NFL content the rest of the week. NBA season's only a month away. No reason to not hit that subscribe button. We would appreciate it. Join our chalkboard too if you want to. Logan Austin signing out. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.